0: Here today, why you've got to stop worrying about the applause and just do the work. Every day is a competition against your pride, comfort zone, fear, complacency, snooze alarms, bad habits, bad relationships, and more. Welcome back competitors. My name is Jake Thompson. I am the host of Compete Every Day's podcast. I'm the founder here at Compete Every Day and I'm excited you're here. If this is your first episode, welcome. You picked a great episode to get started on and I hope that you get plugged into our community. Visit CompeteEverydayPodcast.com to find out other episodes you can download, ways you can get connected with the community, ways you can say hi, and even there's a discount code to check out things at CompeteEveryday.com if you're into having comfortable, awesome apparel. Now, if you've been with the show for a while, thank you and welcome back. Thanks for letting me hang out with you each and every week here on the Compete Every Day podcast. I love those of you that reach out and say hi, and so if you haven't yet, I want to challenge you to drop me an email to podcast at com. Let me know what your favorite episode's been so far, who, what guests you've loved listening to, what content you've loved most, and how's your development as a competitor and a leader? Where are you struggling? What kind of content and education can we provide you to help you in your career, in your training, and in your life? because that's what we want to see. We want competitors excelling because we believe better competitors make better people. They make bigger impacts in their work, in their gym, in their communities, and most importantly, in their homes. And so we want you to have the type of impact on others that we know you're capable of making. Now, let's talk failures, setbacks, and what matters most. In 2008, in the Big Ten Women's Indoor Track Championship, four women were racing for the conference title in the women's 600-meter race. It's one of those three-lap indoor sprints. If you've ever run track, it's similar to the 800 or the 400. There's no pacing. You're essentially all-out, guts race from start to finish. Now, remember watching this YouTube video, and if you haven't seen it, I've linked to it in the show notes. But this one girl, Heather, has a lead. After the first lap, around the second, she's holding strong as they turn down the home stretch to finish the second lap. When all of a sudden Heather trips, nose dives clean into the track. The other racers dodge her; they run around her. The announcers, the fans, gasp. You can hear their shock as this racer just trips after holding the lead. The other racers keep going because there's only one lap left and Heather's face down in the track. You see, failures and setbacks are inevitable for all of us. Like Heather, you could trip and fall in the biggest race of your life. Or like a buddy I know, you could just lose your entire business on a Thursday. Everything can go south at some point in your life when you least expect it. But here's the thing, failure and setbacks are inevitable. There's not a single successful person I've interviewed that hasn't had a failure in some area of their life. There's not a single successful person out in the world that hasn't experienced setbacks and adversities and failures. But here's the thing. Most people in this world are so obsessed with the failure. They they believe that because they failed at something, they are suddenly a failure. They cling to it as if it's part of their identity. I messed up. I had a setback, and so now I must be a failure. They start telling themselves this story and writing it over and over and over again in their head. And what that really looks like is they've taken this anchor and they've tied it to their leg. And if you've ever tried to walk with just weight strapped to you, you know the heavier the weight gets, the harder it is. Think about pulling tires. The heavier that tire gets, the slower that walk becomes until eventually the weight becomes so heavy on that anchor that you can't go anywhere. You're stuck pulling, trying to take a step forward, but all you end up finding yourself doing is looking over at your shoulder at all the baggage and the weight behind you. That's what most people around you do when it comes to failures and setbacks. That's why they honestly, they run like hell from them. They're terrified of failures. They're terrified of setbacks because all they see is extra weight being added to that anchor. And they know at some point they're not going to be able to go anywhere. Perhaps they're already at that point. And every additional failure and setback adds more weight to where they think they're never going to be able to do anything. But that's most people. The difference with competitors is how a competitor views that failure, that setback. See, they, they don't see an anchor. They don't see all this baggage. In adversity, in times of difficulty, competitors see opportunities. It's the one reason they carry this growth mindset with them everywhere. It's one reason a growth mindset is one of the five key traits of a competitor. Because when you see an opportunity instead of adversity, when you see a challenge to rise up to instead of one to cower in front of, then you almost smile as if let's see what you got kind of like being challenged on the court or on the field you're like okay that was your best shot now come take a look at mine and a competitor steps up to that challenge to show what's possible because the most important part of any failure and setback is not the failure itself it's what you do next that matters most remember that story of heather i shared a moment ago about tripping during the Big Ten Championship race? Yeah. If you go back and watch the rest of that race, you see Heather trips. The other opponents take off running. They're now a quarter of a lap ahead of her in the final race. But Heather doesn't lie there. She doesn't start complaining that, woe is me. I tripped, I fell. Everyone feels sorry for me. Who's going to rescue me? No, Heather acts like a competitor. She gets back up face covered in dirt heck she may even be embarrassed at what just happened but she doesn't have time for that because she understands what matters most is what she does next it wasn't that she fell it's how she responds to it heather gets up and starts running like mad the other racers are a quarter of a lap ahead of her the fans the announcers everyone's forgotten about heather doesn't stop heather from running And as the fans are watching first and second place, trying to determine who's gonna win the Big Ten title, who's gonna win the conference championship, all of a sudden down the backstretch, here comes Heather. She's running at this just breakneck speed. It's almost like magic watching her run. You know her legs were on fire. You know her lungs were screaming in agony to slow down, but she was not slowing down. It was beautiful to watch. She passes third, she passes second, and here's the awesome part. In the exact same place she had just fallen down moments ago, Heather sprints past the final racer to win the Big Ten title. In a one-lap race, Heather falls down, spots her opponents a quarter of a lap, then gets up and runs the race of her life to win it because it's not how hard you fall it's not how embarrassing your setback is it's not even that you got knocked down what matters most is how you respond to it and so if you're in the middle of that adversity if you're in the middle to that of that storm how are you going to respond to it are you going to respond like a competitor Are you going to respond like the rest of the world, complaining, whining that you aren't getting your way, whining that no one's there to save you? Oh, this is so bad. Feel sorry for me. Throw pity on me. Or are you going to focus on what you're going to do next? When that storm hits you later this year or next year or five years from now, because trust me, life is coming with adversity. What matters most is not the adversity you face. What matters most is not if you get knocked down. It's if you get back up and keep running. It's if you choose to keep competing in that moment. The most important part for any competitor is never the failure, but what you do next. And so this week, I want you to remember the words, it's not about the failure, it's about what I do next. And focus on keep competing because what matters most is what you're going to do now. Thank you for tuning into another episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. Visit competeeverydaypodcast.com to learn how you can get connected with other everyday competitors. Contact the show and find resources to help compete for your best life.